Welcome to the 10th episode of Cooking with the Wood Sisters. The Wood Sisters are glad to be part of Michael Funky's monthly, The Radical Songbook Podcast. I'm Catherine Wood, and I'm in the kitchen today with my sister, Sally. Hello, Sally. What early fall recipe are you going to share with us today? I'm going to share a recipe, a scrumptious recipe for pumpkin bread that I got from my cousin Sandy's family. Her grandmother, Siddy, made it, and it's just delicious. Yes, I've had it, and it's um, really tasty. What do you like about it? I think it's the perfect blend of spices. It's got nutmeg and, I want to say, allspice, and I can't remember what all else. I'll have to read it to you in a minute and find out, but I like the way that it's spiced. It's got nutmeg, cloves, and cinnamon, looking at the printed recipe I have. So, yeah, they make a nice combination. I grind my nutmeg fresh. I use the nutmeg, the whole nutmeg, and grind it, and I think that makes a difference, too. When you say grind it, what do you mean? I use a microplane grater, and I grate my own nutmeg from the, it's, a, it's almost like an acorn-shaped nut that mm-hmm. the nutmeg comes in. I grate it in with that little um, microplane grater, so I think it, it helps that it's so nice and fresh when I put yeah. it in. I like freshly grated um, nutmeg, too. really smells good. And actually, this mm-hmm. recipe calls for quite a bit of nutmeg. I should um, actually mm-hmm. let you get to it. Want me to read through it? Yeah, please do. Okay, so let me read the ingredients first. It's three cups of sugar, which is an awful lot. I think it's because it's an older recipe. I usually Mm -hmm. make it using two cups of sugar, but the original one calls for three, just so you know. And uh, four whole eggs, a cup of of vegetable oil, two-thirds cup of water, three cups of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon of baking powder, two teaspoons of baking soda, one teaspoon of salt. I usually use about half a cup of, or half a teaspoon of salt because I have uh, I need to be careful with my salt intake, and it tastes fine to me that way. A teaspoon of cloves, a teaspoon of nutmeg, a teaspoon of cinnamon, and two cups of uh, canned pumpkin. Not pumpkin pie mix, just straight up canned pumpkin. And then the directions are really simple. I use my stand mixer, and it goes together in a flash. So preheat your oven to 325. Fahrenheit, oil or grease the bottom of four small or three large loaf pans. I use two loaf and a half pans usually when I make it, or three standard loaf pans. I'm sorry, were you going to ask me something? When I read through the recipe originally, I was unclear what size pans, but I think you just answered that by saying standard loaf pans, three standard instead of large. Okay, thank you. And then mix the sugar and eggs together, add the oil and water, and mix. Add the remaining ingredients and mix until incorporated, and you've got a nice smooth batter. Bake at 325 degrees for uh, 40 minutes to an hour. Usually it takes mine about an hour, and I, I test for doneness by sticking a toothpick in the middle and making sure that there's not dough on it, that it's maybe a couple of crumbs, but not any uh, batter. And then um, cool it for at least 15 minutes in the pans. Remove it from the pans and finish cooling on the wire rack. I also will um, will cool it and slice it and freeze it. And then I can take a slice out of the freezer. It usually breaks off the loaf pretty easily. So I could just take out a, a slice or two. And they thaw in, oh, 10, 15 minutes or so. You just set them out. There's uh, 
Yeah, and there's some optional ingredients. So you could put in a cup of chopped walnuts or pecans, or I've even put in um, some uh, dark chocolate chips. I like those in there. Sometimes I'll measure out out one of the loaves before I add something else into it. So I have some different, you know, ones without nuts or ones without chocolate to offer people as well. Yeah, that's a good idea because um sounds like it really makes a lot. I mean, three standard loaf pans of pumpkin bread, that's a lot of pumpkin bread. This kind of reminds me, it sounds then like it would lend itself to um, giving some of it away as gifts, especially really? if you yeah. baked it in smaller pans, which I know are available in stores during the holidays. Yeah, that's one for gifting uh, mini loaves of bread and stuff. I think mm-hmm. it would also make good things. I've just never done it myself, but I think you could make muffins out of oh. even hamburgers and still make a loaf, too, if you wanted to. Um, yeah, it'd be I, worth I, a try. Like I, said, I haven't done it, but I, I do like having muffins around um, to grab for breakfast or whatever. Yeah, and pumpkin muffins would be good. Do you think um, raisins might be an option? Sure, yeah. I think they'd be good in there. I like raisins. Or cranberries, dried cranberries. Oh, yeah. Because I'm the one who put down, put down an, as an optional ingredient one cup of chopped walnuts. And I just, that amount, one cup, do you think that's sufficient for as much batter as the recipe I makes? So. I think you could start there anyway and, you know, take a look, see if you want to add more or not. Cool. Like I said, I might measure out a loaf of bread or, or you know, a dozen muffins and then add the nuts to the rest, too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. A lot of friends who are can't eat nuts, so right. I would like to have that option. Good. Well, it sounds like a great recipe, and as you said earlier, it comes together really easily. I think you've shared another recipe uh, with me and our listeners that people could make with their children in the kitchen if they have oh, um, certainly. You know, young people who are learning to bake, and this would be a good recipe to try. Yes, and I, I like the idea of kids learning to bake and know where their food's coming from and what's in it and all of that. And I was wondering, too, about the sugar. If you said you reduced the original recipe cost for three cups, which I think was typical uh, when Mrs. Siddick was making pumpkin bread, which, you know, she mm-hmm. was the generation of our grandmother, and you reduced it to two, do you think it could be reduced even more? I suppose so. I think there comes a point, I wouldn't do less than like a cup and a half and and then I would do it with caution because I think there's yeah. a point where it changes the texture and the, and the oh. um, baking time and what color it's going to turn out to when you do oh, bake okay. it. Um, it's an awful uh, lot of batter that you're making too. Yeah. We've talked, I think we've talked about this, but I was recently diagnosed uh, with type 2 diabetes and I've had to really cut back on my sugar and I'm going to start experimenting with sugarless or sugar-free recipes soon, and I'll probably know more about this in a, a couple of months, and hopefully we can return to some recipes and rework them and make them um, more user-friendly for people like me who shouldn't have a whole lot of sugar. I believe that's true for all of us, Sally, actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, refined sugar is just really not good for people, in my opinion, but... Yeah, uh, more I hear that I'm learning that, too, yeah. I think you right. probably could also substitute like half whole wheat flour for the white flour huh. too and make it a little bit healthier that way as well. 
Almond flour, I've been using almond flour because I've been avoiding gluten, gluten sensitivity. <laughs> it might be worth my trying it with almond flour, too. I'd be more likely to try, you know, to eat it that way. Cool. And actually, I think gluten-free flours get better and better, and I'm sure if people are gluten-free, they could find a gluten-free flour that would do really well in this recipe because um, because of all the spices and the mm-hmm. moisture, the eggs and the oil. All right, Sally, I'm sure it's going to be a popular recipe. I hope so. Anything else you'd like to add? Not today, sister. All right. As always, it's been nice recording with you. So thank you, listeners, for joining Sally and me for our 10th episode of Cooking with the Wood Sisters. Sally and I plan to return to the Radical Songbook podcast next month. Please look for this episode and previous episodes of Cooking with the Wood Sisters on Michael Funky's website, theradicalsongbook.com. And don't forget to include the the. You can also find our typed recipes on that website, but not all of them. They're only up for a couple months, and then they come down to make room for the new ones. So if you're interested in the pumpkin bread recipe, you should get to it relatively soon. Our delightful theme music is by my friend Joyce Respis, and my sister will take us out. Until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. Excellent. Very good, Sal.